faster than Messi, hotter than Ronaldo's abs, <laughs> more effective than any Premier League team in the last 20 years. It's us. <laughs> That's us. We are all those things together combined. We <laughs> okay, for people who don't know, this is the unnamed football show. Uh, my name is Evan. I'm with the one and only. Just say your name, Tor. I'm Tor. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pilot episode for a show we want to do next year, yep. like every week. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this because I'm a big football fan. Always wanted someone to talk to. And uh, I always wanted to do a show with Tor, and I've told him before. So it's the perfect opportunity. So we're here. Today we gathered. We have pulled out the glasses. Okay. <laughs> the only thing we're missing is the suits and the banana, like we're going in <laughs> minions. Oh no. <laughs> we are here to we are men of intelligence. We're here to predict the Premier League. Ho top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. The whole league. And after that, we're gonna do like some individual cup winners, some early like ideas, thoughts and predictions. Uh the only thing we're not definitely not predicting is the World Cup. That will happen during our show, so That's going to be an interesting winter, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. So, my fellow intellectuals, please join us in this uh, occasion, okay? Uh, should we get right into this? Should we talk a little bit about ourselves, like, so people get to know us? Favorite team? Uh, my favorite team is Liverpool. Um, like, it, it is Liverpool, okay. but minor confidence in, or crisis in confidence, basically, where, because I was like six and I had no reason to support Liverpool. Yeah. I was getting into football and I was like, I need a team support. I think it was a season with Torres where they nearly won the league. What a season. And I was like, they've got, a, I like, they're doing well. They've got a song. I'm going to pick this team. <laughs> That's it. To be fair, it's a hell of a song. Yeah, like, and it's cool. It's and good. Liverpool are cool, but at the same time, football is so tribal in how it's supported. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, it's like, you know, you, got, you can't be plastic. You've got to support one team. Your dad supported and you've got to do it for your life. So, like, I kind of like the idea of supporting my dad's team, which is Ipswich, who oh, okay. I've, and I go to quite, I go to at least one of their games a season. Like, so I actually have more of a, I do see them quite regularly, yeah. but so I'm kind of in between thinking whether do I stick with Liverpool, I've supported my whole life, or do I switch <laughs> to Ipswich? Like the, the Super League thing really kind of made me question it. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I think like every football fan had like that crisis of confidence yeah. in the Super League. And even me, I was like, damn. Yeah. For me, it was even worse because, A, uh, as you said before about the tribalism, I grew up a Real Madrid fan yeah. <laughs> during 2011. Do you know how fun that was? <laughs> If you were not supporting Barcelona, you were a loser. You were bullied at school. I'm not kidding, people. Yeah. It was like, you're either with the best team in the world or you just like the other team. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, it, and like when the Super League started, I'm like, oh, no, we started it technically. Yeah. Yeah, well, but. Satan that is sitting on our chair. Personally. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, I am a, like I've supported a pl plenty of teams throughout my years, mm -hmm. and to be fair, in the Premier League, I'm a Tottenham appreciator, big fan of theirs. But I, I'm a bit more objective when it comes to the Premier League. It's yeah. not like my passion, but the love of my life is Real Madrid. I, it, I fell in love with this team ever since I was a kid, and watching them on TV and watching basically Champions League, I was really, really big Raúl fan. So. Oh, that was the era. I was yeah. like, yes. And I was a big Zidane fan. This man has made me happy a lot of times, apparently. <laughs> Especially as a coach. So throughout the years, like, even my love for my home team, Olympiacos, has wavered. There have been years yeah. where I'm like, I don't like what we're doing. This is boring and all that stuff. Didn't they just get knocked out of Europe last yeah. night as well? Yeah. yeah. Hey, they, 
no, the, the Greek league is so easy. Yeah. Like they pretty much win it almost all the time. So I'm like, there's no competition. It's boring. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, through the highs and lows, I've never stopped caring or supporting Real Madrid. So it's always the love of my life. Mm-hmm. Number one Madridista fan in the world, apparently. <laughs> so that's how we're going. So are we in? Are we starting? So yeah. we go into the predictions. Next time we're going to have a jingle. We, we should think we, Oh, jingle. I like it. Yeah. yeah we, we need a jingle and we also need a name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, if you spelled unnamed football so, what is... UFS. Doesn't sound that bad. Uh, mm, okay, we'll think. We've got August to brainstorm, it's all good. UFL. <laughs> unnamed football... League? Life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> UFO. Okay, I'm yeah. <laughs> So, I we went into a professional tier list. Yeah. And as I said, like, uh, we're going to do bottom to top. We're going to do, like, every three. Yeah. <clears throat> And now it's mine. So, I don't. I don't want to be mean to any teams. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to show like favoritism, which I did so in one position. I'll tell you guys. But let's start with the three that would get le- regulated: twenty, nineteen, and eighteen. You're gonna go first, Torin. Yep. So for in twentieth, I've put Bournemouth. In nineteenth, I've put Leeds, and in eighteenth, I've put Brentford. Mate. I love you so much what? because if you switch one position, my 20th is Bournemouth, my 19th is Bournemouth, <laughs> and my 18th is Leeds. <laughs> Amazing. What uh, a start. Uh, okay, okay, we have a great... Oh, this is going to be great. So, <laughs> Okay, I don't want to be mean, yeah. but I'll be a little bit of mean. I don't I don't understand why Leeds is still up. And I'll be honest, I, you know, I was very... Like last year, my heart was broken the moment uh, Burnley decided to burn itself to the ground. The moment they sucked Son Dice, I was like, don't do this. Why are you doing yeah. this? I was so sad. I didn't want to see them on the second, uh, like uh, on the championship. Although they, they will be promoted again, but I'm like, come mm. on. Come on, what is this? Well, you say that. I mean, we'll just a quick tangent to Burnley. Like, their squad depth is... Re- I mean, it feels like every season their squad depth is really bad. But yeah. now they've got, like, including wingers... And strikers, they've got four. They've got one left winger, one right winger, and two strikers. And that's it. There's no other senior players. They've yeah, so, so many. But they play like a weird version so, of football. They're yeah, like... they, they might take... T- I think they've done, they're doing well by buying young players. Oh, yeah, they're good at this. they might not... I don't think they'll bounce back straight away. Like, even though Norwich are a worse Premier League team, oh, Norwich... I think they're more likely to win the championship, if that makes sense. They've know, got experienced players for the championship. Actually, uh, if you want, we can do also, like, a, cha- a championship, like, who wins or who gets... Uh, I've not from... put that thought into it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I will say this. Norwich is... Uh, that's what I love about Norwich. Norwich is a beast in the Premier League. Yeah. The moment they go, they're like, yeah, we're going to win everything. And then the moment they show up in the Premier League, they're like, hi. Hmm. Like, they go from beast... Like from wolf to to sheep, yeah. and then from sheep to wolf all the time. It's, it's. I mean, like, it's. It. I get it to some extent. Like, they don't spend crazy. They've got a sustainable model where they're not losing loads of money. Like, yeah, obviously, a, but as a what's it called an overall business, it's well structured. But it's just so boring to see them come up and down every year. Yeah. So I honestly, I honestly hope. Well, one because I'm a part of Ipswich fan that they don't get promoted because Ipswich <laughs> and Norwich are rivals. Amazing. But like also. At the same time, it's very entertaining to see them just bottom of the league every year. They do it every year. Yeah. It's like, we're champions. We're bottom. Anyway, bottom <laughs> of the league this year. Should we both talk about Bournemouth? Uh, I don't have any confidence in them. I mean, it's interesting because they've just got a kind of pretty decent championship side, but they just haven't signed anyone. They've So the two signings are a man called Joe Rothwell, who is comes from Blackburn. I have 
never heard of him, which Me it doesn't neither. mean he's bad. Yeah, I don't know, let's see, 27 years old. Uh, he plays, he's got 149 games for Blackburn. He is a midfielder. Like, he could be fine, squad depth or player, I don't know for certain. There might be a Blackburn fan listening saying he's a good signing. So fair enough, maybe they've got one, but even then, that's their only good sign. Because Ryan Fredericks is like, he's a eh, right back. He could exactly. he can maybe play, do a job, but it's nothing exciting. It feels like they're almost preparing to immediately go down again, like Norwich. Yeah, I- I'm getting the same vibe. I think Dominic Solanke, their main striker, although he's improved a lot in the championship, so maybe this could be the year he finally shows his potential at the top level. Yeah, but it's I don't risky. think it's I just don't, I don't I like Solanke and I think yeah. he's a good player and I think he might actually show something in the Premier League but no matter how much he scores I don't think they're staying. I don't think they will find consistency with results mm. at all. Are they they just don't have the squad for it compared to everyone else yeah. like yeah. yeah. And speaking of squad, I am like the moment Ericsson left Brentford, which what would happen eventually, you yeah. knew that. The guy of Ericsson's caliber, no offense to Brentford fans, okay? Because I have like a mate who's a Brentford fan, mm. but the moment Ericsson left, I was like, oh, I don't see them being able to yeah. replace him, and they haven't. Yeah, it's interesting. They haven't signed... I mean, they're still... I think what a difficult thing is, I'll say in general for these predictions, is that there's a month of the transfer window left. They do that every time, so, man. <laughs> lots of... Yeah, but this is the massive, a whole month. Like, So there is so much that could happen that would really change teams around. So for Brentford, the key thing is they lost Ericsson, yeah. who was their big creative force, and they haven't signed a new player who is a big creator of chances. If they do that, then maybe yeah. they could they could stay up. Maybe, but I think with Brentford, like last year, although they were doing, I think I don't remember them being in the relegation zone like Not by much. January. Yeah. But when Ericsson came in, they really kicked into gear, and that's when they had a really good season. Yeah, it was very nice. Uh, but I think coming into this year, you've got. You can just throw the label of second season syndrome at them and feel like it kind of fits. Yeah. Um. I think if they lose Ivan Tony to Ooh. injury or transfer, they he is their only hope in my it's opinion. It's literally his only the, yeah. their only hope if they actually lose him. It's bad, but yeah, I am I am the same thing. I feel like this is a honeymoon phase, mm. uh, and the moment like Ericsson left, it's off. Yeah. And it's funny that we say because like the whole one month um, transfer window is actually influencing a bit of my. Top predictions. Ooh, okay, I like that. And but, and it didn't yeah. influence one of them. Yeah. And then I was like, I should have. It should have influenced me. But let's see if they yeah. replace him properly. I do think well, with Brentford, although they haven't replaced Ericsson, so it's difficult to say they've had a good window. I do like some of the signings they made, like Ben Me on a free. That's excellent. Okay, really good cool. defender. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if if Brentford do play a back free. I don't know how he'll adapt to that because Burnley. Traditional Brexit four four two. Yeah. Like but he is a very good defender. Um Keen Lewis Potter looks like a really exciting championship player. He could do well, but I think they I mean they signed him on a seven year contract. Like, so he's very much a player for the future. Just like if he doesn't do well this season and they get relegated, that's fine. He can continue to do well for them in the championship. And, and let's they, be honest, that's that's really bad for your motivation. <laughs> yeah, like they've got good players. I could see them staying up because I like Thomas Frank. I just I just don't think it's all quite there. I just think they're looking like they're going to have second season syndrome and get relegated, I think. And, of course, uh, we all predict Leeds United. <laughs> yeah. I Again, Leeds, they had, they were the team with second season syndrome last season and they stayed up on the final day. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like they stayed up country. It was only just... 
I think without Bielsa, they are in so much trouble. Yep, without Bielsa and, of course, the Los Rafinha. Yeah, and Phillips. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a new era yeah. for Leeds, so it could... It's a new era. The best of... The, their two yeah. best midfielders literally left. But, you know, they had a team, I think, bar... Apart from Rafinha, and I guess Cameron Phillips has evolved so much, you could maybe say him too. They mostly had a team of, like, championship to League One players yeah. who were made yeah. very good under a manager with a very specific system and he moulded them into that. So without that, I it's it's I'm really curious more than anything to just see how some of their original players do. They have had what feels like it could be a really good window. You know, they've yeah, made lots yeah. of signings where you go, Oh, that makes sense. That's a replacement for that player, that's a replacement for that player. So for example, Tyler Adams from Leipzig, um coming coming in to replace Cowan Phillips and holding midfield also um, Mark Rocker from Bayern Munich is a holding midfielder as well. Could do that. Uh, Sinistera on the wings. Yeah. Like to replace Rafinha. And it's, there's a lot of moving pieces, basically. And I don't know if they're all going to work, really. Like, I think there could be one or two players who are new signings and we go, well, that was a really good signing. That did well. But I just still don't think it's going to be enough to keep up the team because they've lost their two best players exactly. by a mile. And yeah. they are trying to, all these signings to just make up for that. So even if. These two, even if they have signings that, you know, with the sum of their parts make up for these losses of two players, they're not improving as a squad. They're I mean, the same as where they are. Exactly. Uh, I I mean, it's it's literally what they say, like, um, it's a double hit. Yeah. You lost two world, uh, world-class world players, and before everyone says, yes, they are. They both will play in the Champions League next mm. year. So they are world-class players, and you also lost your manager with a vision. It's like the one-two punch. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Okay, <clears throat> should we go 17th to 15th? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I think we're going to have the same three teams again because I yeah. think I think <clears throat> most people when predicting have gone for the same kind of six teams around. But there's there's one team that I actually think I've got higher that might not be that you might have here, but we'll see. Um, uh, it's weird because I do something similar as well. Yeah. If like you later in the if you go first. Oh. Okay. My 70th place is Southampton. Uh, my 18th, uh, my 16th place is Fulham, and my 15th place is Nottingham Forest. I like that a lot. I wanted to predict Forest 15th, but I've gone safe and predicted them 17th. Oh, I don't um, want to see them relegated. I've put Everton 16th, and I've put Fulham's 15th. Oh, okay, okay. So I do not have Southampton in my bottom six, and even yeah. and you don't have uh, Everton yeah. in your bottom yes. six. I'm having higher. So, so let's start with the two teams we've both got. Oh yeah. Um, okay, really important note here. Uh, Nottingham Forest, I put them in 15th because this is the one where I said I voted with my heart. I love them. Yeah. I love them as a team. I always did. Years now. They're a historic team. They deserve to be in the Premier League. I just want them to survive. Mm. I want them to be here permanently, in a, even as a mid-table team. That's what I want. Also, side note, that, that their owner is Greek. We have the same name. <laughs> it's Evangelos Marinakis. Evangelos Alexio. He owns Olympiacos, so... Yeah. And to be fair, I I don't know how to think about uh, the Rashford uh, transfer. I'm like... Lingard. <laughs> sorry, Lingard. <laughs> I'm one human being. <laughs> I'm sorry I have all the That's transfers. So good, I'm so like... Uh, I don't know what to think about the Lingard transfer. I mean, it's cool. I don't know if he will be willing to play as hard as much. I'm going to be the... honest. I think it is a good player to sign. Yeah. I think it is a bad piece of business, if that makes sense. Exactly. You know, 200k a week is ludicrous yes but I think he could do well for them I don't know will he be willing to do the relegation scrap That's, uh, we'll see I'm, I'm I think not... I, I think he's got it I think because he hasn't played in so long yeah. and he's he was so 
he was he could have taken the Saudi money that he was offered if he oh, wanted yes. to play in the Saudi league but he chose to play in the for- in the Premier League he chose to play with Forest and he knew he knows what he's getting himself in for so I, I can't see him not basically being so, willing for the scrap yeah but so, they've made lots of they've made loads of signings they have yeah. it's so it's a difficult thing because I've criticised Fulham no not Fulham sorry uh, who am I talking about I've criticised Leeds for their signings yeah but I actually think Forests could click. I mean, it's difficult because they have lots of positions where they lost players. So, for example, Spence, they lost because he was only on loan last year. Um, one of their strikers, uh, Keenan Davis, I think he was on loan last year. Mm-hmm. Their left back was Jack Colback, and that's not going to work in the Prem. Um, so, <laughs> but they replaced them, in my opinion, really sensibly. Like, so Nico Williams at right back, I think is a really good. So I know he had a very good year in the championship last year. Yeah. So I think now could be the time to step up. Um, Omar Richards at left back from Bayern Munich. All, all, I'm going to all I know about Omar Richards is that he's good on FIFA and career mode. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, so, I mean, Bayern Munich signed him, so there must be something there, I feel. Um, they signed some centre-backs, midfielders. They, like, they've, they've signed all over the place. All over the place, um, yeah. I want, But what I like is that they've signed players for reason. I think Lingard's the exception in that he's a bit of a kind of, let's just see if this works, but most of their signings are for good reason. You know, they needed good attacking wing-backs because that's the system. They signed Williams and Richards. They needed a physical striker to replace um, Davis. They signed uh, Awanee from Berlin, who seems to fit that profile. And I think the good thing with all these signings is that they're quite young as well, so even if they do get relegated, these players have sell-on value. Like, although they are chucking a lot of money at the wall, and again... Don't think about Lingard when I say this. They are being smart with their business. Yes. Like, uh, if you accept the Lingard transfer, and I also really like that they are adding squad depth. Yeah. I think that's the biggest problem when we are talking about the six that are about to, uh, that we're like, oh, they might have issues with relegation and everything. Squad depth. Yeah. Squad depth. I like. I just I just think also there will just be a decent mentality, the kind of yeah. motivation around the squad. You know, it's their first time back in the Prem in, well, 25 years? Because they got relegated... With Roy Keane, and then Roy Keane went to Man United. So it's, yeah, it's around it yeah. more than 25 years, I think. Um, so I think it could be a similar thing to Leeds. I mean, with Leeds, it was under Mar- Marcelo Bielsa, so it's different. But just this idea that, you know, we're back at the Prem and we really want to stay now. Yes. You know, we don't want to go back to the Championship. I think yeah. that kind of mentality could push them. At the same time, though, yeah. they could have a Fulham-style season from when Fulham spent like 100 mil yes. on loads of new signings. And or they still got QPR, relegated. if you remember yeah. this amazing season QPR had. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, uh, speaking of Fulham, we both predicted it to survive. I, I really like Fulham I, as a club. I'm not sure they will, Yeah. but I really like them as a club. I really like their ground. I really like their mentality and their history. Uh, I really like their manager and their players. But I don't... I don't know if they're gonna stay up. I mean, I've put it's, it's wishful thinking yeah. for my part. I've also done wishful thinking, but more just for the fact I'm so sick of Fulham and Norwich going up, down, <laughs> up, down, <laughs> alternating. I just want one of them to be consistent for a season. Like, I am begging you. <laughs> I think Marco Silva is a good manager. I don't think he's that bad. <laughs> yeah, I just it's interesting that I don't know. I think uh, Jao Polinia from Sporting is a fantastic signing. Yes. yes. Um, as a guy who watches uh, Liga, uh, Liga Nos, he's very good. Yeah, like, I think he's a brilliant signing, but they still need to make more... Their defence especially is very not Premier League level right now. Like, yeah. it's it's not really much of a better Premier uh, defence than what they got relegated with. Um, but I think Polinia's a good signing. I think 
They've uh, Harry Wilson was really good in the championship last year. He's an excellent football player, so I've got to root for him. Um, they've got, I don't know, just quite a decent team. I just think I think they could do it. But I also, again, if they don't like shore up that defence, they signed Mbappu, uh, so that's one position kind of covered. Mm-hmm. But they need to make more signings, or else I think they could just get relegated again. I don't know. Yeah. But I've, I mean, I've put them 15, so I'm putting faith in them. But yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of wishful thinking. And a me lot too. of me was thinking, do I switch around Forest and Fulham for 15th for 17th? It's, um, I'll explain you this. Uh, uh, when I was uh, predicting Fulham to stay, I was like, in my mind, I was like, yes, I really want them to stay. Yeah. I believe in them. I like the manager. I like some of the players. I like the medallion and all that stuff. And then I could literally see me doing this prediction. And then it plays like a video of... Um, <laughs> uh, and it cuts to them having yeah. awful defense and eating plenty of goals. And I'm like, no! <laughs> it's a drop on points. I'm like, no! Yeah. I can see it happening. I like. We'll see. I mean, so for the teams that we predicted differently, if like... If you just want to say your piece about Southampton, because I'll say what I think about Southampton all the way um, later on yes. when I say what I think. Actually, I'm more excited to hear to you about Everton because I have a lot more high okay. hopes for those scouts. <laughs> so realistically, with Everton, like I think they're making they're making some good steps in that they're clearing out you know the deadwood in their squad. Yeah. So players like um, like Tosin's finally been released. Um, they've got rid of some players uh, for free. Like Fabian Delph's gone. Um, I'm surprised no one's picked up Fabian Delph, by the way. Yeah. I think for a relegation side, he could be a good, like, just squad player because he can play in midfield, he can play at left back. Like, he's got lots of Premier League experience. He's not a well beater, but he would just be quite good. Like, Fulham could sign, like, any team could sign him who's in that kind of bottom six. The benefit. But anyway, I think, and they signed James Tarkovsky, Everton have, which is a really good signing. He'll be excellent for the defence. You know, him and Michael Keane. Like, that's two ex-Burnley players reunited. Could do well. But the thing is, they've sold Richarlison, who is probably their best player. Yeah. And they haven't. And realistically, are going to struggle to replace him. They've been linked to a guy from the French League called Terrier. Oh. Who okay. I think is a kind of similar player in that he can play across the um, front three. And just like Richarlison can play at left wing or striker. I think this guy can too. But it's going to be difficult to replace Richarlison. Like okay. there's a reason Spurs played Spurs paid sixty million for him. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, he's a he's a good player. Yeah. I'd say I will say more when uh, we we came to my time in Everton, but like I do have higher hopes for them. Southampton actually came to me because I'll be honest, I had to put it because I couldn't put someone else. Like there was a team that's literally on the next um, um, batch of uh, positions where I was like, well, I cannot put them there. Yeah, they don't belong there. I'm a, I'm a fan of Southampton. I like uh, what's his name, uh, James uh, James Prowse. I cannot say yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> I can I'm not good with names. I like them. They're a historic team. I love how much they have made a lot of like. How can I explain it? They used to be. I mean, in the past, a lot they would bring a lot of talent throughout their system, throughout their team. A lot of talent would end up in big teams. I I don't know. I I. Th- think they will be consistent. I think they will stay. I don't think they will struggle. Mm. That's why I predicted them to stay. I think they will be pretty much cruising above the line. But I'm like, it's difficult to predict. Well, it's yeah, because on most seasons, it feels like it's either when... With last season, it was when they basically were safe. Or in previous seasons, it's when they've been beaten 9-0. Yeah. They just kind of give up for a few months. Like yeah. They just stop trying. So I'm kind of making a wishful prediction again that they don't do that for once. That's why I don't have them <laughs> below 15th. 
but yeah i'll explain more about that later okay we have a lot of wishful thinking but before that let's go to a quick song break we're gonna play <laughs> bright lights bigger city it's also brighton lights bigger city <laughs> 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 we're gregory potter fans we get, we get this from the brighton lights from the brighton lights back to the wishful thinking fc it's the only team we have here <laughs> Uh, and it's funny because like it's wishful thinking when you do the predictions and when the league starts it's copium let's see <laughs> yeah I mean a lot of copium this year yeah. guys I don't know which, which one will give you more copium the World Cup or like the <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it when, yeah. we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there we're gonna have a lot of fun with England this year oh no <laughs> <laughs> I can actually see it anyway yeah. <laughs> so 14th to 11th yep okay Should I start? Should you start what you want? Uh, I'll go first. So in 14th, I've got Brighton. In 13th, I've got Wolves. In 12th, I've got Southampton. Yeah, so that one's a risky one, but I'm I'm taking some risks in my prediction. And in 11th, I've got Aston Villa. Okay. Okay. Right, let's see if we've got anything similar. We do. Okay. We at least have two, I think. So, oh, no, three. No, two. Anyway, <laughs> 14th for me is Crystal Palace. Okay. 13th is Wolves. Uh, those two are very... So we've got, we got Wolves in the same spot. Yeah. All right, nice. They're kind of interchangeable, Wolves and Crystal Palace. I love their defense. Anyway, uh, Wolves was the thing with Southampton. I'm, I wanted to put Wolves, but I'm like, they're not really good mm. squad. They have a great defense. <laughs> uh, 12th, Brighton. And 11th, Everton. Oh, uh, you've gone high on Everton. So let's talk about Everton first. Then. Okay. I have hopes, okay? Yeah. It's literally me having a copy of that Frank Lampard will actually pull something out of you. Look, there's yeah. one month. They will find a striker. They have to find a striker. They will find someone to replace... Um, um, what's his name? Come on. Richarlison. Richarlison. I'm so bad with names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I do know it's a big hit for them now, but I think they will find someone to replace them. Mm. I do. Like, I hold hopes for Frank Lampard to actually do something bigger. Yeah. Uh, and someone else, if you've noticed, Aston Villa is not in one of those teams. Yeah. <laughs> someone is like very nostalgic about his midfi- England midfielder <laughs> when he was younger. Yeah. yeah. So someone wants to return back to that era. Kind of not. Yeah. It was very depressing <laughs> for some teams. I was an England fan. That's, That's the worst. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I was an England fan ever since I was a kid. And I, I, we couldn't do it and we had like the best players. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about Southampton now since that was a team you had. Yeah. Uh, in the relegation scrap, I've put all the way up in 12. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I really like the signings they've made. They're good. Um, I think again, it's re- it's smart business where it's young players that sell on value. Um, if it goes wrong, but even still, I think they're addressing mostly for the most part they're addressing positions that needed to be addressed. Um, so for example, I think I think Aribo from Rangers could really be a really good player for their kind of wide midfielders. I think he could be really good. I think Bazunu looks like a really solid keeper. Um, I don't know, but they've just signed a striker from Bordeaux. Ooh. I like. I don't. I don't know about him, but like, I just think. I just think it could click with South, South, Southampton. I need them to be good for a whole season. If they do well for a whole season, they won't. You know, and don't have a random time of year where they just give up for the whole <laughs> time. Like, they'll be. They'll do well because they finished. I think it was sixteenth last year. Yeah. Maybe it was yeah, 16th. That did not reflect where they were for the vast majority of the league. For the vast majority of the league, they were around like 12th to 14th. Okay. But it was just because they had that slump at the end. So if they keep it consistent, they will be fine. Like 
they haven't. The only player they've lost is like Broha, but like I'm gonna be honest, I don't fit. He only scored six goals last year, which is like a fine contribution for him. And I think as a player, he can continue to grow. But within Southampton, I think that's not gonna be the, the most enormous loss. I think Adam Armstrong could have a potentially good second season now. Uh, again, this uh, Mara guy they just signed for Bordeaux, the striker, maybe he could contribute some goals. I think they'll be alright. I just need them to be consistent. Again, it's wishful thinking that they'll be consistent. Yeah. It's wishful but, yeah. thinking from my part that Everton uh, will actually yeah. do, will actually do well. They, I'll, I'll be honest, Like if we do it from an objective standpoint, their last season was awful. Yeah. Like Everton should not be in a relegation scrap, and it's the one thing they hold over Liverpool. Like, whoa, yeah. we've never been relegated. I'm like, you're very close to... <laughs> And no offense, I love you, Frankie. I love you to death. Yeah. But God damn it, you haven't shown me anything special. Yeah. Oh, don't do right, so let's talk about the teams we've both got. Yes. So we've, got, we've both got Brighton. I've got them 14th. You've got them... Uh, 12th. 12th, okay, yeah. They're around that uh, position, 12th, 13th, 14th. I think, uh, I think it was... Was it last thing they came... They were, I think they were top half. They came 10th, I think it was. Yeah. They had a really great end of the season. <laughs> well, just, you know, to get that top half finish for the first time ever. I think that's great, yeah. but I think... The issue with them is that they've lost Yves Basuma, yes. who I think is one of their best players. And they also, big rumours right now about City signing Kukurea, yeah. who would also hurt them a lot. Like, yeah, that, that, that could happen as well. I mean, yeah. their specialty is the 1-1 draw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they always do. Uh, I, li- I like Graham Potter. I think he's a really nice manager. And I think he does a good job. Hmm. But... I think that's as high as they can go. I'll put them up to 11th, but I don't think yeah. they'll pass the 10th. Yeah, honestly, mark. I know this is going to sound a bit patronizing, but I'm complimenting Potter by saying, like, they've lost probably their best player in Basuma, yeah. and I'm still not predicting them to really be in a relegation. Exactly, crowd. exactly. Like That that speaks volumes of what has he done with the squad yeah. and the depth that he has. Not, not going to lie, Brighton... What I really like about Brighton is they also do not give up on their home games. Yeah. They have this whole mentality of making this kind of a fortress, even if it ends yeah. up in mostly draws and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brighton, so mm. I think they will be around that position. Yeah. And it's not the same. It's literally top, uh, like it's um, it's high middle table, technically. Mm. High middle yeah. table. Uh, Wolves. Uh, yeah, I, it's just Wolves. I've made my prediction anticipating Ruben Neves is going to go. Yeah, we do. Like, I've, so, I mean, if Arsenal sign him or if United end up signing him if they oh. don't get De Jong or just another team, like, I don't know. Because I think if they keep Neves, yeah. they could push or maybe even get top half because they were doing really well last year. Again, they were a team whose league position did not reflect how well yeah. they were. They were seventh competing for even Europa League for the majority of the season. They had one of the best defences. It was just the last few games it kind of slipped away. They had one of the best yeah. defenses. Their defense was amazing. And I think they've done. They lost um, Sice. Yeah. He's gone on the free, but they replaced him with uh, Collins from Burnley, who looks like a really promising player. He was doing well um, for those last few months at Burnley when he started getting regular game time. So I think they're kind of yeah, they're fine. Like in terms of signings, I'll just check who else they've signed. They've signed Huang on a permanent, which Ooh. is kind of fine. I think um, apparently Jimenez might be injured for the start of the season. Okay. And they've loaned out Fabio Silva as well, so I'm not. That could be. They could have a rocky start without. Yeah. You but know, I think I think they'll keep Ruben Neves. Yeah. Although Ruben Neves could get like a transfer to a bigger team. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like I like Raul Jimenez as well on yeah. the forward as well a lot. But right, meh. and then we've got one team each that one of us has in the top half and the other has here. So I've got Villa at 11th. Yes. And you've, 
I, saw, I got Crystal Palace at 14. Yeah, I put Palace in top half. Oh, okay. So I'll talk about that later. But what are you saying about Palace? <laughs> I'll talk about Villa in the top half later. Yeah. <laughs> but I oh, know I like them. I mean, they're coached by one of my favorites. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak ill of Crystal Palace. I just I think they will be pretty much the same thing they did this year. Uh, I think they will be in a pretty similar position when it comes to they have a great as always they have a great defense they have a great coach they always bring nice results every now and then they actually turn their home ground into a fortress mm. so I really like their mentality I really like the football they're playing but I'm like I cannot put them in top again it's the wishful thinking there there are a lot of teams that I want to see at the top mm. half and you know what I have realized right now we both have a certain team in the top half that no one would have, would have predicted that would be in the top half before the January. Oh, okay. A certain yeah, 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 Saudi yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done to them. I, mean, I, I will sing their praises yeah. later. <laughs> so, like, for me with Villa, I think I think they'll, me, they'll do better than they did last year, but I still don't think it's going to click entirely. You know, last year they made a lot of big signings. Everyone got carried on the high place. So yes! I, st- I still predicted that. I think from RM, I predicted them 10th for 11th. So I'm quite proud of myself there for sticking with that. Yeah, but it's because the result. I think so. I think some of those players who didn't smash it first year will do better, and I think some of their signings are looking good, like Bubakar Kamara um, yes. in holding midfield. I think him and John McGinn it could be a really excellent pairing. Um, Diego Carlos from Sevilla, if he works, then him and Esri Concer in centre back will be fantastic. Because Tyron Mings, it was announced yesterday or the day before, he's no longer club captain. That's oh, now really? John. That's now John McGinn. So oh. essentially, I mean, it was they they worded it very kind of well as if like you know it's Mings doing it for the club, but they've now got an excuse to basically not have to play Mings. Yeah. I think although he can be good, he's an excellent player. So I've got to root for him. Um, he's prone to errors, and I think concert and potentially Carlos will be more uh, consistent. I will say, yeah, he does like the consistency. But like, I just and although of course, like I'm a Liverpool fan, so I want to root for Gerrard. Oh. But just it didn't quite click last year. Not in terms, not only with how they played, but just the kind of atmosphere around the club. Like yeah. I mean, this is from the outside. Of course, from the inside is only where you can truly know what it's like. But it just didn't seem like he was that invested or really excited with the group of players he had. And it feels like it should be quite an exciting group of players to have. You know, there's lots yeah. of creative attackers and goal scorers up front, like and really good defensive players. I don't know. I just. I think they'll do better, but I don't think it's they're going to quite push for Europe yet. I think that might take another year or two. Yeah, I don't think that they'll ever get to that point. Mm. But okay, I do believe in this team, though. I do believe in them a lot. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to the next, which is 10th to 8th. All right. Okay? Yeah. You want to start? Uh, no, you go first. Oh, I, yeah. think. I don't know how the I think I've got, I've got a really interesting one. Okay, okay, okay. okay. 10th. <clears throat> Please don't at me, Leicester City. Ninth, <laughs> I don't want to be li- killed in the streets. Aston Villa. Okay. Eighth, Newcastle United. Ooh. Someone is singing a lot of praises tonight. That's interesting. Okay, wow. Yes. All right, so I've gone in tenth. I've gone West Ham. Ooh. Yeah. You think they'll drop that much? It's only three places, but it's still top half. It's still top half. In ninth, I've got Leicester. Yes. And in eighth, this is my boldest prediction. Crystal Palace just missing out on Europe. You know what? I think this is unrealistic, but what you did right now 
with a club that I'm going to sing a lot of phrases yeah. being in Europe. I'm really loving it. I'm really loving like, it. Like, I can now see it. this is getting interesting. <laughs> oh, this is getting spicy. So, like let's, we've both got Leicester. We can yes. work with Leicester. Um, okay. Sad day. <laughs> Very sad day. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, it happened a couple of days ago, but I learned it through TikTok of all things. And then moment I'm like, Wait, that's a video on Smichael. I'm like, oh, I love Ka- yeah. Casper Smichael. And then the sad music starts playing, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Out of all the things, did we have to lose him? Yeah. He was amazing. I, I think we'll struggle to replace him. I think, yeah, it's interesting. I can't tell, going to be honest, what's going to happen with Leicester. They have a very, very good squad, you know, like... And a great manager. I would like to mention, I really like the However, managers. here's my interesting thing. I think Brendan Rodgers will be gone by the end of the season. Whether yeah, yeah. he's sacked or he decides to leave, I think he's going to be gone. Because at the end of last season, he was doing a lot of talk about this squad needs a refresh. It needs a kind of reset. We're going to get in loads of new players. But he didn't how many anyone. How many players have Leicester signed so far? Zero. They've signed no one. <laughs> They've and still got a month, so they could sign some players. They'll but probably I feel like... sign a goalkeeper. But yeah. um, And because I saw a lot of people predicting that, I'm sorry, guys. I don't think Keylor Navas would like to replace... Uh, like, even the bench of PSG yeah. for no Europe. It's just like... So, I don't think Keller is coming. Home. I think if Leicester... If they were really going to do this big refresh that Rodgers wanted, the manager wanted, they would have started before the season starts. Yeah, that is true. So, I think now that there's going to be some discontent with Rodgers and the team. So, whether that will result in either, either bad performances and Roger goes, or Rodgers just not seeing what he wants, not getting from the board necessarily what he wants, I and really deciding, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. So I think Rodgers will be gone, but I think regardless, they've got like the a really good score that can bounce back and just get a top-half finish. But um, I feel really bad because like I don't see them being in the conversation for Europe like anytime yeah. soon. But the, the thing is, when they were like finishing fifth and you know being in the top four all season... I think people forget how much they were massively overachieving. Oh yes, like people people don't yeah. understand. They have finished the game. They have yeah. completed their Pe- save. People viewed it as like finishing fifth was you know a failure, a mess up. I'm like, like no guys, they won the league. Yeah. the year after scrapping for relegation, yeah. and they won the FA Cup out of nowhere. Yeah. They are amazing at this. I'm proud of this team, and they they have done a lot of stuff. I think yeah. they finished the save of the game. Yeah, <laughs> literally, they they have achieved it. And it's not bad. Yeah. It's great. So let's talk about next the teams that we've, again, I've got, I had lower, but you had higher and vice versa. So you've okay. got Villa in the, where do you put them? Uh, I put Villa in ninth. Okay. I believe in Stevie G. Yeah. Come on. I, first of all, I really like the squad. Yeah. I know it hasn't clicked 100%, but I really like these players. All of them. Like literally, they have a great squad. They're one of my favorites. I really believe in Stevie and I really want to see him succeed a lot. Uh, it's funny because it's like, no matter how much I want Gerard, Gerard and Lampard, both of them want to succeed in mm. order to end up with the England job. Yeah. But if you actually ask me, hey, none of them will. Yeah. There's a there's a clear winner, by far, but uh, he needs first to get a certain North club into Europe, and then don't worry, mm. they will replace him unfortunately with someone bigger caliber but that happens when you have Saudi money yeah. <laughs> right, so now but for, for Villa um, uh, one last thing, I was like they did lack a bit of consistency in the back and in the defence and everything mm. but I think they can click into second gear this year and I want to see them to do top half Yeah, it's wishful thinking really is it? there's only two differences between our positions yeah. so like it's not the craziest thing yeah. Um, what is a bit crazy though is me putting Crystal Palace. Yes. So please I'm gonna, explain that. Look, realistically, there's a wild card team every year. 
Like, you mm-hmm. could say last year, whether it was Brentford's, you know, like, coming just nearly in top half, or, or even, to be honest, West Ham coming seventh again. People thought, like, West Ham would, um, you know, they'd really struggle. Or they'd struggle with European competition, you know, and they wouldn't be able to balance it, and they wouldn't finish seventh. But yet they did. Um, so... I think the surprise package this year is going to be Crystal Palace. I think there is a lot of forward momentum with this team. It's young. It's exciting. They've got a really good manager. The interesting thing is, last season, I predicted them to go down. I, had, I did not have faith in Vieira. I did not really? see the vision. Now, I absolutely do. I am, oh, yeah, me too. I am all aboard. So, I think they've got this really good defence. They've In goal, they've signed um, Sam Johnston from West Brom, who is a Premier League level keeper, in my opinion. I think yeah. Gaeta's getting older, so that's a good replacement. Um, a back four. They've just signed uh, this guy from Bayern Munich called Chris Richards, yeah. uh, who's a centre back, a full back. If he plays a right back for them, that then that gives them a really good back line of Gay and Anderson, who were excellent last year. So was Mitchell at left back. That's a really strong defence. You've then they've signed this guy called Decore from um, the French league, who looks like he will be a perfect Conor Gallagher replacement because yes. Gallagher was amazing for them last year. So he was very good. Initially, it feel like you know. That's, they've lost someone, but I think they've made a really good signing because with Gallagher, you had box-to-box, you had energy, you had good defensive coverage, but also bombing forward and getting some goal contributions as well. From all accounts I've read, that is exactly what Decore did last year in the French League yeah. for a team who performed really well, I think. like Let me check the um, Ligue Ante from last year. Play for Lens. Um, 21-22... Yeah, Lensford is seventh. Like they had a really yeah. solid season. Um, he was partnering this uh, that Fofana guy in midfield. He's got oh, a lot of hype around him, and Fofana, you know, really highly rates this Decore guy. I read so. I don't know. I've just got a good feeling that Palace will continue this form momentum. That that attacking line of like, you know, they've got Eze, they've got Elise. I think Elise is going to have a banging season. They've got Eze, Elise, they've got Wilfred Zahar, and they've got even Mateta or Edouard up front. I just think it's a really exciting team who are going to have a great season. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it will be loads of years where they do amazingly. Like I could see they come eighth this year. Next year they come te- like eleventh or twelfth. You know. Yeah. But I think this will be the year where they really go for it and they genuinely push Newcastle. I've just said oh, I've got seventh, but I think it was kind of obvious. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> they push Newcastle for that seventh spot. I will say this. Um, I really like the Newcastle being seventh. I'm not gonna lie. I hate yeah. that they put them eighth, but I really w- I. I'll see it and then I'll believe it. I really wish they I'd do it. It's wishful thinking FC yeah. again. But to the de- to defend my position for putting one of my favorite teams right now, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, what can I say? I'm in love with squad. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing they did is actually getting one of my favorite managers yeah. in. I love Eddie Howe. He's definitely the next England boss, no matter what, how you put it. They the FA has said a lot of times they want an, e- an English manager, a British manager to mm. lead the um, England team, and the best manager in England right now is Eddie Howe. Yeah, I really like his football. I really like because he doesn't. Def- uh, his I like his pressure. I like his attacking style. Yeah, I like that his teams are not just s- sitting there and waiting for the ball. And I think and well, <laughs> completely forgot about it. Completely forgot about it. Oh my god. So it's not just I think I do believe like you you've seen it last season the his style of play clicked a lot yeah. like and very quickly mind you I, I didn't expect it to work so fast and 
I, I really like the I really like the transfers this season as well because give me a second. Um, well, if who they've signed? Uh, yes, because I really like uh, the Nick, Nick, Nick Pope. Pope. Yes, I really like him. Sven Botman as well. Botman, hey, he was Lingan champion two two years ago. Mm. So literally, Lille was uh, didn't do well mm. that this year, but. Last year he was a uh, Ligue 1 champion, but I'm very big fan of Nick Pope. I really like him as the goalkeeper. I mean, everything they have done, it seems to work. Mm. And I, I, I don't know. I'm in love with this style of team. I'm in love with these players. I put them eight because I think it's baby steps. Yeah. I think like this year is like, oh, we're gonna push for U- Europe. We'll be one step before it. Next year we're gonna end up in mm-hmm. like a Europe place. Uh, but yes, we're looking at the next dynasty. And what I really like about uh, Eddie Howe again. I really like that he hasn't opened the checkbook to do ridiculous things yeah. just because he can. Because if people remember, because I, I am old enough to remember, uh, when a certain other team who all of us hated at the time, just so you know, Manchester City was very hated when it got took over in 2011. But even they were a bit ridiculous at the start. They were like, Robinho, no, yeah. from Real Madrid, give him all the money. I'm like, you, you, you have Sunrise Phillips playing with him on the other side mm. you, you don't have exactly oh, don't disrespect Sean Wright for, he kept them up for years Look, I love him I love yeah. him he's a great player but he's not exactly world class and he's not Robinho he yeah. wasn't Robinho and then you brought Robinho and I'm like what are you doing <laughs> and then they brought Tevez to play with like what yeah. are you, what's going on here but <laughs> I'm happy that the, if you accept maybe Bruno Guimaraes but I don't think he's that much he's their first world class signing he yeah. technically is but I'm really proud of these guys. I mm. really want them to do well. I want a new dynasty to show up. It will be so amazing. I'm all for this. The only thing that I hate is their away kid. Yeah. Because their away kid is like the Saudi Arabia <laughs> flag. What the hell yeah. is that? I mean, anyway. I'm going to talk now about the prediction you audibly gasped at. West Ham in 10th. Yes. So I've got to... I mean, like, surely at a certain point, these all these European campaigns, two years in a row, with no break... Plus the World Cup's now coming up. I think it's gonna hurt them. Like yeah, I think again, top half is still good. Oh yeah. They've like they will do well to come top up. They they've done amazingly to keep it looks like they're keeping Declan Rice. Oh yes. Again, there's still a month on that. Still United are looking for a midfielder. So. so it's not certain, but like as you know, it was initially seen like Chelsea would sign them, but that interest hasn't been much of a thing. So if they keep they've done very well to keep him. Uh they've made some Pretty good start after that Agward guy. People say good things about I mean, he's just got yeah. injured, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> they've uh, Ariola's made permanent. He could become their new permanent keeper um, because uh, Fabianski is getting on now. Yeah, he's in his kind of late thirties now. Uh, they've just signed Skamaka, who I'm hearing good things about, and I think they find it's like their first striker and they've signed in like three or four years. You know, Antonio was carrying all the weight. The poor guy, like. Not literally, I mean the weight of being yeah. a really striker. Sorry, I'm not making... <laughs> man's built like a truck. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so I think they're doing good things. I think Skabak will need a bit of time because he's a young player um, coming from a different league. You know, expected to perform with what is a European club right now. So, I don't know, I think the games will hurt them. But I still think they could do well. I, I want to also mention, big shout out to them signing Flynn Downs from Swansea. He is the most... He's an ex-Ipswich player. Ipswich player. He's, like, the most exciting player to have come out of Ipswich in years. You know, like, yeah. initially, he was getting... Back when we had him in League One, he was getting uh, interest in Crystal Palace for a few million. But they sold him to Swansea. He had a good year in the championship. And now West Ham signing for 10 million. Like, there's a lot... I don't think he's going to be 
immediately hit the ground running. You know, they'll keep him in the squad. They'll give him some games. Yeah. E- ease him in. I think he could be their gradual Rice replacement. He won't hit the level of Declan Rice. No. Oh, Declan no. Rice is insane. But he will just be a good, solid, holding central midfielder for them. I mean, if they actually end up selling Declan Rice uh, with yeah. uh, release clothes they have put, they will get a lot of money. Yeah, they so will. I think they can replace him probably. Yeah. But actually, let's do seventh because uh, before we go on a break, because we technically know which one is seventh yeah. for us. Because for me, it's West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> and for so you, you think they're just gonna keep on going? Then they're gonna ride the train. Yes, I, I, uh, it's because I believe in David Moyes yeah. a lot. Again, one of my favorite managers. You'll hear that a lot. I'm a big manager guy. Like I love the managers a lot. But look, David Moyes is very underrated and very underappreciated, and also, you know, Man United fans. Anyway, Man United <laughs> and Sunderland did a lot to hurt his reputation. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, but why? That doesn't mean he's bad. It's like the same thing. I watched Villarreal moving on to the semi-finals, and I'm like, I told you so. I yeah. told you so. Emery is not like, you know, Emery is a very good manager. Yeah. I've seen him in Spain for years. He's not a bad manager. They just come for a stint in England, and then like, I don't know. It's the tribalism of the fans. It's the tribalism of the media, maybe sometimes, yeah. where it goes like it destroys the reputation. And I'm like, that doesn't mean they're not good anyway. But, like, yeah, it's the same thing. I believe David Moyes. And as uh, as literally we, you told us, well, love that squad. That squad yeah. is very good. And I think they're keeping Declan for this time because, like, his uh, asking price is very high for yet. Mm. I don't think he's going to leave. And if they keep Declan, I can see I can see them pushing again and barely scraping by Newcastle. Yeah. But you know what? I would love it if your prediction come true. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've got Newcastle 7. Realist for, for me, the only way is up, like... They've made some good signings again. I think I think Botman is a fantastic signing. It's a very good one. Like Nick Pope, I would argue is to some extent unnecessary because Dubravka's already excellent. Yeah, but that, but like yeah, but I, that. it was the idea of it's a good deal, so we might as well do it. And they're exactly. in, because they've got so much money behind them. I understand that they can just do that now. But like, I can see Nick Pope playing a lot of games. Yeah, like, uh, uh, he can definitely play all the cups for them, and yeah. more, more, more than you think. Oh, uh, Nick Pope will start. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, will come to Bravka's will become backup. I would like for Nick Pope to start this yeah. I'm a big fan. Um, I think what they do need still is just another striker. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a starting striker. I really like Callum Wilson. I think Callum Wilson can still be their starter, but their backup, Chris Wood, has not worked out so far. Exactly. And like, you remember when they actually got Chris Wood, we were all like, oh my God, you just yeah. make the steal of the century. Yeah. And then we were all like, oh no, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. I like I just think that it doesn't have to be again. It doesn't have to be a, stri- a starting striker. I think they would do really well to get a young, promising striker who, again, doesn't have to immediately have the pressure of starting, but can be eased in, show his promise, and then kind of just I absolutely mean, go for it. So they were looking at that guy in League yeah. One, like the Eketeke guy, I think. Oh, Eketeke. He's ended up going. Did he, he go to PSG? In the he end? went to PSG. Yeah. So he he literally was like, instead of getting a chance of actual Premier League football, yeah. he was like, I'll go on the bench. I'm like. You'll never show your. F- Have Re- you seen that first team? Really? You'll never leave the fir- the bench. But like, I understand. Like his himself and his family are sorted now. Oh, oh they're done. Yeah, because Newcastle is very. I suppose Newcastle got Newcastle's got wages, but PSG will, I guess, will have offered him more. But they, uh, I think, Newcastle should just look for a similar style of kind of player of that, you know, younger, yeah. promising striker with a good thing already. So it's not like they're kind of signing someone. You know who hasn't? Uh, who's not doing much? Someone who's already showing the big promise. Yeah, like uh, just, yeah. I I don't think it together will work in uh, PSG because like, 
And, and I think it's a wrong move because I've been a Real Madrid fan and I know yeah. that young promising players don't do well in squads that are built around superstars yeah. or world-class transfers and all that stuff. He won't have enough time. In Newcastle, he could have had enough time. And to the striker problem, I think they will. Mm. And I love, as I told you before, I love that Eddie Howe is not like a crazy person that opens the checkbook and just finds yeah. anyone. He has done reasonable transfers and I love it because he's too reasonable. His system works. Like, oh, love yeah. this team. I think one last point I want to make about Newcastle and why I've put them above all these teams, and why I put them above these teams almost immediately. Like yeah. when I was building my kind of table. So we've both we've all got we've both got yeah. the big six yeah. in the top six. So I was like big six and then it's Newcastle. Yeah. I didn't even need to think. Exactly. And the reason why is because since Howe came in, they had an amazing season. I've got up here the um the uh Premier League table if it's only the second half of the table, they're in fourth. Yes. If it's average points we're talking about, yes. they're in they're third. In like they had an uh, since Howe came in, they just smashed it. And of course I think there will maybe be a setback period. Maybe yeah, they'll obviously. be they'll be a bad run form. It's natural, but like they've got just such a good squad now. I'm like, telling you, next England yeah. boss definitely. Um. Anyway, should we go back to another song? Yes, we'll go to Barcelona. Although we're a, I'm a Madrid fan, let's go to Barcelona for now. <laughs> let's go to Barcelona. In Barcelona. Okay. Oh. We're bad. But we're bad. We are bad. <laughs> we are bad. <laughs> and we're back. Also. The bad boys are back. The bad boys. Bad boys for life. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing the top six. We are digging our toes, like tipping our toes inside the fire that is, the trash fire that is in the top six. No matter what we're going to say in the next few sentences, is not going to satisfy anyone, so we might as well do it. And since we're on the topic of not satisfying everyone, I'm going to say, the last few years five years, let's be, be fair. Uh, I really hate that there's been like a um, predictable winner mm. slash a diet that wins all the time. It's either Liverpool or City, but yeah. who knows? So let's go for the sixth position. Is it me or is it you? I don't you know. go first. You go first. You sure? Yeah. I, I already can hear them screaming. Arsenal. <laughs> AFTV fuming. <laughs> okay. I, know, I know they're in their... Prime? Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah, the Prime. <laughs> talk me through it. Talk me through it. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't have Arsenal 6, so I want to hear Oh, no. To be fair, they have amazing transfers. I'm not going to lie. One of the best transfer windows they have had in a long time. Mm. I'm so excited by Gabriel Jesus. He's a very good signing. I really like the whole... They Give me a second. I think they signed even more. Zinchenko? Brazilian. Yes, Zinchenko was very good. So... I really like Arsenal and I really like the transfers. Fun of Arteta. But there are two things that keep them on this position and it's probably the next two teams. They don't have two things that uh, I will discuss in uh, in two different teams. I don't see... I love Arteta ball, but I don't see consistency. I didn't see it last year. I don't mm. think they will find it. They will find more this year. They will be more consistent, but I think there are going to be teams above them that are going to go above and beyond. Yeah. And um, I, <laughs> I cannot say it without actually going into the next one. So I will leave it to the All next right. one. But just saying that I love Arsenal. I love the team they have built. I love the transfers, but I don't think they will find the right key. Yeah. To the right position. I'm gonna say well, I've got in six then. Go I, I don't know if this is gonna be controversial. I've got Chelsea. <gasps> yeah. Now that is a gasp. I just, I just don't. I think they'll be fine. I think there's a pretty decent chance Tuchel might get sacked. We'll see. 
Um, just because it's Chelsea. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right about that. Can't have a manager uh, last two full they, seasons. They do not have the same management anymore. I know, I know. But, but like, they are Chelsea. <laughs> like, I don't know, I think... No. They didn't end last season very well. Like, again, going back to that um, second half of the league table, they were, they were the team who was in six. Yeah. You know, um, four points behind Newcastle, five points behind Newcastle, for example. They got thrashed by Brentford that like second half of the season, and like realistically since then, I think I'm gonna be honest. Losing Rudiger was huge. Like, oh yes, I think Koulibaly, I know I was celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> Koulibaly could be. I think will be good. I oh, just I think he will be good. Don't know about them. Them full back three because right now it's Spilicetta, Silva, Aspi, and... who's very old at this point like he's yeah, he's he's, de- legend. he's great he's a legend and i don't think chelsea fans should disrespect him he's in decline they've got tiago silva who is somehow still holding up at a good it's level amazing but again that might not last this season i'm going to be honest and then koulibaly who like should be good oh no he is but again <laughs> that's not as strong i think as when you had rudiger there and i think i don't know like they, there's rumors about Kante being sold and then being open to send Kante, which I think is madness. That is madness. You know? That happens, yeah. That, that is madness. I think Sterling. Oh, it's Sterling's a really interesting one where he could do well. Like their wingers, they've signed lots of. There's lots of wingers who should be doing like Pulisic, Ziyech, yeah. who should be doing well. Even Hudson Odoi, you know, he's a younger player, but like. It's just something hasn't clicked and they're not playing well. They just don't play very great attacking football under Tuchel, it feels like. And now with their defence weakened as well, I just I just don't know. I think Sterling needs lots of chances to do well. Because he's his what is great about Sterling is his movement, um, you know, is phenomenal and his work, but he's just not a clinical finisher. No, and I, I don't d- think that I still don't know about Kai Havertz being their striker. I th- I think Kai Havertz is a good player, I just don't know about him being their striker. I just, oh, it's just not, nothing's really in place where I look at parts of their team and go, you know, they've got a really, really good, this part of their team. I think everything is if everything could click and they could do really yeah. well, but no part of me is giving me confidence where I can predict them any higher than six. Hey, that is controversial. If you see where Chelsea is in mind, yeah. I have a lot to say about Chelsea later. Right. So fifth position, uh, the floor is yours. I've got United. I got the same! Hey! So, um, I will explain one thing. The reason I put them over Arsenal, I really like Eric Ten Hag. And I really, 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 really like his managerial style. And I really like that he's injecting a little bit of uh, Ajax uh, DNA into the team. Mm. And uh, it is a weird prediction, but I do believe they will make it to the Champions League. Although, they will end up fifth. That's a prediction for later. Oh, okay. I see. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But uh, I think they still won't be able to crack top four. Mm. I think um, they're amazing. They're yeah. amazing. Don't get me wrong. And I really like the transfers. Ericsson is nice. If they actually get the young, it would be even better. Uh, I really like their. Um, uh, they are rumored to be looking around Anthony, which I really like. Yeah. He's a great winger in uh, Ajax right now. And let me see what's his name. Uh, Martinez, you talking about? Or? Yes, yeah. I really like Martinez, and they all they they have they have good players. United is good. I like that yeah. team. It's just, and I know I've been harsh on them. I mean, I have to be harsh on them. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a very different Man United, so I am very harsh on them. But I, 
some of the kids do not deserve to wear that shirt, but some of them do. <laughs> so I'm happy they're keeping Ronaldo. That's good. To be fair, they are keeping him because he had nowhere else to go, yeah. which is not the way you should keep someone around. <laughs> It's so amazing because I literally said it the moment he said it. I'm like, where would you go? Yeah. No one is going to take you. No one's got money It, apart from like PSG and City if they're not interested. Yeah. And I'm like, you got nowhere. don't even look at us because I'm yeah. a, I always see this first as Real Madrid fan. I'm like, don't even look at us. If you come, you'll be playing in the bench and subbing Benzema. What are you expecting? <laughs> We have moved on from you a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's like, I really like the team. I really like the formations they're using. I really like the pre-season has been very good. I really like the tactics. I think the fifth position is not a bad position. I think the, the people are like, um, were more disappointed about them scrapping to get yeah. to that position and having a bad points average. If you're good and you're constantly on that uh, scale, you should be fine. Mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, f- I just, I there's a lot of things I like. I think their attackers who had a bad season last year should, at least I think the start of the season, while Ronaldo, because Ronaldo won't play the first few games. Yeah. It'll be Martial up front. But I think Sancho, Rashford, Fernandez. I, like I think Rashford. they're I think they're all gonna have a big comeback this year. Like they've I'm just hoping. got so much ability. They just had I just think Ronaldo he's so difficult because like you put him in a team and he will score, but he just what he needs and what he can give him what but more importantly what he doesn't give with his pressing kind of disrupts everything around him, I feel. It's a so. weird thing when you have a guy like Ronaldo in team, yeah. you usually have to build the team around him. Yeah. But Manchester United do not have the owners who would yeah. give that kind of money. So, But also, it's not wise to build your team around, what, a 36-year-old, 37-year-old? Yeah, exactly. Uh, before everyone says, like, oh, Real Madrid did the same when he was younger. Yeah. Way younger. <laughs> like, I just, I think, I agree that some of the signings look good. I think Ericsson's a really good player to just have in the team. Yeah. Um, Martinez, okay, Like, on the one hand, could be a good defender. I, like I don't mean to discriminate, but he's literally shorter than me. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, That come is actually on. kind of true. It's just, oh. Uh, if, if, Compared if, to Ronaldo, it's like. If he, he could do well, he could be a great centre-back. But at the same time, if he is a flop, it will be very obvious probably why he is. Like, I, Harry Maguire, I think Ten Hag's taken a gamble on him by, you know, keeping the captaincy on him. Kind of playing his putting you know his faith what? in him. I I I am um, I've said a lot of mean things about him yeah. and I'm pretty sure he could there is a defender there. Absolutely. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. But if Pep Guardiola had him on his list before he got Ruben Diaz, yeah. that means there's something in him. I in my opinion he should I don't think he should be captain. I don't think no. it's I don't no. think it's healthy for him. Not even, really. not even close. Like, Because I think he gets imposter syndrome by this uh, ca- yeah. goddamn arm- armband. I think you remove the captaincy from him, you just Let him clear his head. Give him more freedom. Yeah. He will probably he will probably be quite good. Like it's similar. They've got players who just had really bad last seasons, like Luke Shaw, for example. Yeah. He's a very good defender. He just had he does he he's had lots of really good years. He had a great Euros, but then he just had a disastrous last season. Him and Maguire. Yeah. But like that. that doesn't mean that they don't have they don't lose any you know the, all of the credit they previously had is gone in my opinion. Yeah, I get it. Like they, and I don't know. I think they could do. I think Ten Hag is going to rebuild this team, and I think under Ten Hag, eventually, this is a title-challenging team. Oh yes, but it needs time. I don't think they'll quite get. I prefer the team I put forth to United. Yeah. basically. I don't think Rome was built in a day. 
yeah. don't think Ten Hag will do this in a year, but in two years or three years down the line, I think he can make a great project. But the question is, will United fans have the patience? I feel that way. I, I, I highly doubt it. I'll no. be honest, on the one side, I do get it because it's been a long time since they were the United that they used to be. Hmm. But at the same time, come on, you don't even lace the boots of Liverpool and City yeah. right now. It's like... Y- United fans are feeling what Liverpool fans felt mm. when Arsenal and United were on top. Yeah. I'm like, yes, and Chelsea fans before the takeover. You will feel that. You will be there where you're like, they're trying to do something, but the other two teams are just so on another level. I think it's just like, it's just a general thing with football fans in the modern day, I think, where not enough people just have appreciation for like patience and yeah. time. Like, I mean, I know it's a smaller scale, but like David Moyes at West Ham, his first season was dead. Yeah. Like they just didn't, they just didn't do that well. Like, but then time happened. Yeah. He improved. Like the team then is now doing amazing. I think to get Europe two seasons in a row is fantastic. That's an amazing achievement. Yeah. And like we've managed at the top. Like Guardiola's first season with all the things at his disposal came third. Yeah. And everyone was going, is he a fraud? Like, yeah. No, no one was like sack him, but people were like something. Wait, this isn't yeah. feel right. Didn't Liverpool, and now look like, where they are. Liverpool, one year after winning the league, did they come like seventh or something? Chelsea, uh, uh, was it? Before they... um, Chelsea finished tenth, like the year Leicester won the league, for yeah. example. Like Teams can just have really bad yeah. seasons. It but happens. You just, just need patience. Just so you know how wild that league was. Not only Leicester won it, it won it from Tottenham. Yeah. That is a tale to, fairy tale to tell to your children, guys. Right. <laughs> Fourth place. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. At Tottenham Hotspur. I've, I still don't have Spurs are in my top three. I've got um, Arsenal in fourth. Damn. Okay, yeah. you went higher than me. The reason why I couldn't put uh, Arsenal higher and the reason I have Tottenham high, first of all, love the transfers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Re- uh, like um, I almost call- <laughs> I always forget the um, the Everton uh, Richarlison. Richarlison. Jesus, I cannot pronounce Richarlison at all. And Yves Bissouma, very great transfers and. I don't know, Conte literally revived them. Like, mm. the moment Conte walked through the doors, I was like, wow, their defense works. Yeah. Finally! It, it's what I'm saying. It's like, there's no consistency. Like, contest consistency. Mm. Contest. I will do that fun <laughs> later. But no, uh, Conte does that. He always rebuilds defenses. He rebuilds Juventus out of nowhere. He rebuilds Inter when he returned back. And his Chelsea wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I can see Champions League football again for them. Easily. Mm. Because... He's amazing. His transfers are amazing. I really like the system that he's playing. He's very good. I, I have faith in Conte. Yeah, so I'm just going to talk. I think that's fair. Like, I mean, again, I've got more faith, even more faith because yeah. I've got the fire up. Yeah. But with Arsenal, I just think, like, their business has just been so good. Like, yeah. I think, I do think if United sign De Jong, there's a chance they come ahead of Arsenal. But I just, I really like Arsenal. Again, similar to Crystal Palace, but again, this is on a bigger extent. Yeah. They're a team with a, they're a young team who are moving forward. They're going to grow. They're going to improve. Like, mm-hmm. they will be better than what they were, it feels like. Yeah. Um, I think Jesus, I don't, I'm going to be honest, I could see him not necessarily doing great. He's been really good preseason, which is encouraging. And I really want him to do well. I want him to do well and I like him a lot. There's so. a chance he doesn't. But even then, I still think they've got a really good attack behind him of Saka. You've got Smith Rowe, Martinelli. I think Erdegaard. Mm. I'm calling that Erdegaard's going to have a phenomenal year. Ooh. Second half of the season, he was doing really well, and I think he's going to smash it. I've got him in my fantasy team. I mean, like, I think Gabriel Jesus will have a very good yeah. first, first half of the year because, uh, let's be honest, he has to prove himself for Qatar. Yeah. 
He's Brazilian. He needs to be in that uh, attacking three, which is an insane attacking three, by the way. I don't know if you've checked it. I checked Brazil. Their squad is insane. Mm. But if he wants to play next to Vinicius and Neymar, he has to prove himself. Yeah. And I think he will. I think he's very underrated. He's been a very unsung hero in City, and no one has given him yeah. enough respect. Like another gentleman I will discuss about later. <laughs> There's a Sterling rant coming. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> like I, I think I think he will probably do well, but I just think. I think Erdegaard is going to do so well that he will unlock everyone else around him. I think. Yeah, he's very good. I think Zinchenko is such a smart <sighs> signing. Like with Arsenal, some of the things they needed in the window, they needed bit better. I like. I thought Tavares was all right, but maybe apparently most fans are saying they needed better cover at left back because Tierney is great, but yeah. he gets injured. They also needed another midfielder. Zinchenko he's is both. both. <laughs> it's and it's, it's so good. I think he'll do really well in midfield. You know. Um, in that kind of role where he's... Oh, my screen's just got off. <laughs> he's just going... He could cover defensively, go forward attackingly as well. And then if Tierney gets injured, you start maybe, like... You could either drop Ergard forever, you start this Vieira guy instead of Porto. Like, Xhaka and Elneny could do a job as a squad player. I yeah. still, I don't think they are the starters for a Champions League team, but I think they are good for squad depth. Yeah, they're very um, good. So again, like, he drops Zinchenko into left back. Their defence now, like... Ben White and Gabriel was already looking good. They've now Saliba, who's had this phenomenal year in um, Marseille, yeah. is now he's essentially a new signing now. Like Arteta seems to actually actually want to work with him this year. Really convinced with him. So they have now got three really excellent centre backs who they can rotate around because they're going to have to rotate because they're back in Europe again. But I think they've got now the squad to kind of at least make that work. I think enough. There's just a lot of excitement around Arsenal, and that's why I'm pushing them for fourth. Okay, let's go to the third position. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be insane. Because mine is going to blow minds. Let's go with yours first. Well, mine might too that. I've got Liverpool. I got Liverpool too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, I got Liverpool. Yeah. Um I mean, like in your version, is there a specific reason why Spurs is having a title content? I'm going insane now. <laughs> because if your league happened, I'll be so happy. You're saying title contenders for Spurs. They could be winning the league in mind. For... <laughs> hey, no. hey, don't do that. Yeah. Don't give me hope, okay? Like, hey, I, hope has died I in this say, a long time ago. As a Liverpool fan, I am always pessimistic about them Like going into a season. I always put them... Um, you know, third or fourth, like... I mean, I think, like, ever since the um, the whole, like, um, um, I forgot his name, Jesus, uh, Jürgen Klopp, yeah. ever since the Klopp, uh, his heavy metal style of football yeah. started playing, they have always pretty much guaranteed a third play, top three. Well, I, I don't I don't think they're bad. I was the... Not... not We just had... So if last season, what? Yeah, the season before, so the season after they won the league, yeah, they were, you know, it was yeah, it was okay, ropey, yes. like centre back pairing of was it Quebec who ends up getting relegated at Norwich the next year, and Nat Phillips, you know, is playing yeah. in the Championship. Like, but ever was, since he has done a great job, man. I, There's I, a lot of depth. I just think they'll be tired. Like they have played, they played every game they could in the FA Cup and the League Cup. They went all the way in the Champions League. They played all the games in the league. Like they just played so many games. Although Liverpool have. Very good depth. Oh, amazing depth. Amazing I've, depth. I've never seen like anything better than this. It's incredible. Mm. They even yeah. kept, kept the quadruple dream yeah. alive until May. That's incredible. Yeah. That never happened. Like, they've got good depth, but I genuinely just think everyone is going to be tired. And I think, well, again, I've, I mentioned this earlier briefly with, I believe it was, 
West. Actually, I have no idea who it was. I can't remember who it was. But um, about the World Cup producing tie in this because this Ooh. is the thing we have to factor in. Is yeah, that... it's something that will screw up all of our predictions. The World Cup will screw yeah. up everything. You're you're gonna have players who are then suddenly having to compete on the international level, switch up things, disrupt harmony in the squads. Like I think you also will... will get players who go to a World Cup and just come back injured. You'll have injuries, like, yeah. people who are tired, and people who blow up, yeah. and they need an immediate transfer in January. Yeah. Because that's like a, a, that's the story. That's why I like when... Um, I'm, I'm, we'll complain about the World Cup when the time comes, but that's what I like about the World Cup and the Euros happening in June, yeah. in the summer. Someone blows up, so something we haven't seen before. Everyone's like, oh my God, he's so good. Give him a good transfer. Yeah. See? Like, so like, I just think... I don't know. I just think that tiredness and the World Cup combined will just mean it's going to be a it won't be a kind of year where they push City all the way like they have, you know, they, where they get 90 points and don't win the league. I saw, yeah. I'm still so annoyed we've done that like twice yeah, or three times. It's so insane. We set like one of the like top five highest point tallies ever in the Prem and didn't win the league. Like, like I know I know you're annoyed and the one time it's like, uh, as you, as we said before about the fans and patients, it's like, yeah, no, they yeah. might not seem successful tr- uh, trophy-wise, but they are very successful. Oh yeah, it's, it's not. I've, it's, it's yeah, like I would never do Liverpool. The world, Liverpool yeah. like might not might have like the runner-up syndrome, but they have it against some uncreatable opposition. Exactly. Yeah. They're losing the league to Manchester City, and they lost the Champions League to Real Madrid. Yeah. If you're losing the uh, to the best team in the Premier yeah. League, and you have the second best, and there's like inches difference away from you, it's not the same. Mm. Losing to literally the team that has more European cups than <laughs> like yeah. most of people combined. It's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so we've I mean, when I say frustrated, I don't mean, I never mean out the yeah. players or the team. It's always just at City existing. <laughs> yes. like, I get it. I get it. I so, get it a lot. But I also think um, Nunes is their big signing. I don't, I think he's going to need a year. Um, no, I think he'll be all right. I think he will I've, have it. I have the same thing with I Nunes and I think he will be Holland. all right. I just don't think he will smash it. Oh, no. I don't think the same for, for, uh, for Haaland, though. I don't think they will both, like, go in and go, like... Yeah, uh, I mean we can we'll, we can get to Holland in a bit when we yeah. talk about them. But the same thing with Nunes, I predict him to do very well for the team. Yeah, uh, I don't expect him to go very far. And you know what's more insane? What? Jordan Henderson, which I always pick up from my England squad whenever I do my England squad, and everyone's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Because he, he has a Premier League title as a captain." Yeah, and people, Steven Gerrard never being did. Like Henderson's Premier Player of the Season a few years ago. Yeah, like, and people are like, Ooh, "I'm like, Gerrard never had the Premier League yeah. title, and I love Gerrard, but it's true." Like he, he's a great captain, and of course they have like someone ama- like it's so insane that Liverpool comes second, right? And they have the best goalkeeper. Yeah. And the second best goalkeeper is like inches difference. Mm. Again, Brazil, both Alisson and Anderson. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, that squad's gonna have trouble. Yeah, I just think even though I've said all these kind of negative things about the tie in this and Nunes not necessarily hitting yeah. the ground running, Liverpool squad is just good enough, and then Klopp's exceptional, and they just yes. they will still do fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, they will be fine. Salah will score. Van Dijk will be amazing in defense. Yeah. They will be fine. And they might even make it to yeah. the Champions League final again. You know that. Uh, very well, easily. And who is on... Uh, let's do the top two. Because it's getting insane Okay, here. should we just say both of them like at the same time? So, wait, who, you've got Chelsea and City. I've got Spurs and City. Okay. So I am so <laughs> anxious. So, we're saying who's second or who's the champion? Let's just do both. Let's And we could talk about them one by one. But let's just say both. Yeah, but uh, we should do it at the same time. Should we say at the same time the champion or the second one? Let, okay, knowing that, yeah, because we know who's got who. You've yeah. got Chelsea and City. I've got Spurs and City. Let's say who's the champion. Okay. Three, on, on, on after one. Yeah. Three, two, one, City. Chelsea. You're mad. I've got hey, six. Hey, hey, hey. I've got I want, six. I want one 
team to break the diet. I'm tired of sitting Liverpool winning every year. This is the wishful thinking podcast. No, let me explain. Guys, I swear to God. There is a, okay, there's a method to the madness. I love their transfers. I think Sterling is so underrated. He's hated for no reason. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. He yeah. can easily bank 20 goals for them. Yes, they do have a striker cares. Koulibaly is amazing. Ask it from a guy who watches Syria. Mm-hmm. He is amazing. If he if he fits into like literally the team and the lifestyle and he doesn't have like issues, he will be amazing for them. I just want someone to break it. And yes, Thomas Tuchel has won league before. He has mm-hmm. won Champions League. He is a genius of the game. So I'm just hoping, this is literally hope, <laughs> wishful thinking FC, the yeah. podcast. I'm literally wishful thinking that Chelsea does win and City goes second. But let's be fair, let's be honest, probably City will win. Yeah, I just think with Chelsea, like, I agree that Koulibaly's great, but I think I rate Rudiger so highly where it's like, oh no, I don't necessarily think they've moved forward. They might have stayed the the same, you know, they've lost a world-class defender, they've signed a world-class defender. That's not forward, though. I think Sterling is forward, maybe, but I just don't think it's enough to rocket them to winning the league, I think. I mean, they could have used the Rafinha. Thanks, Barca. Yeah, even if it's... they, I think they would have needed a, a set striker. I mean, yeah, like, they, they, that's their biggest problem. And they, yeah. they are probably... Like, the rumours are that uh, they're dumping Timo Werner on Newcastle. Ooh, that'd be interesting. That'd be very nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, why didn't I say it earlier? Uh, when we were talking that they might yeah. need a second striker. Yeah, there are rumours, like I saw uh, on uh, some uh, articles that were talking about Werner. I'm like, oh, that would be a nice transfer. Uh, we'll, we'll see. As a second one, he'll be fine for Newcastle. Yeah. I don't know what Chelsea will do. You know why also I believe in them? Why? They always, there's one month left in the transfer uh, uh, market and they always do a panic buy at the last minute every time. And in one year it will work. Yeah. It won't, but it will work. I, I just, I, th- I think they, they will have more goals in them this year through Sterling because oh, yeah. Mason Mount will do well again. People, oh, yes, people yes. are actually like he didn't have a good season. He got like He's great. 20 or goal contributions last year. Like, Again, he's fantastic still. I love him. He was a top scorer last year. Like, they will still do well. I just... I think... I mean, I'll put them six, to be honest. Like, I mean, I'll be honest. First. I'll me. be honest. This is wishful thinking from all of us because, like, anyone who doesn't predict City is yeah. a wishful thinking. Yeah, it's yeah. Probably, I mean... It's well, I've got... So, then my big one is the Spurs in second. I would love to see that. Like, I, I think you've now got a full pre-season with Conte. Yes. Which is going to be big. All of their signings are looking... It's like I think, joining the Marines. Yeah. Richarlison is genuinely like a dream signing. Like Son, Kane, Kulisevsky is a fantastic front three, oh. and now you've got someone. It's almost like career mode, where like, where like you just buy someone who can just play wherever. Yeah, and it's like, and it doesn't really matter. And they've done that, and I think that's amazing. Like, and when he's exhausted, you just press that because they do have European football to deal with now. They d- yes. Conte didn't Conte didn't have to worry about that at all last year, but they've got that this year. But I still think they're going to be all right. Like I think Richarlison playing a front. Across them, he can go anywhere, wherever he's needed, yeah. and he'll do a job. I think Basuma in midfield is fantastic. Him, having the choice of him, Hoiberg, and Benzker, I think is fantastic. Like, uh, uh, Perisic at left wing. Yes! I forgot to mention Perisic's so game. S- switching between him and Sessignon, I think, will work really well. One of my favourite, like, um, wingers from Italy. Yeah. He's, he, he was amazing in Serie A for many yeah. years. And I was like, is he going to come to the Premier League ever? And now he, he's coming. Well, I think there's potential for good squad. Because I think with... If you consider like they've got a European game midweek and a Prem game at mid- uh, the weekend with wing backs, you know they rotate between Spence and uh, Doherty. Doherty was having a really yeah, good end I of like the Doherty. season. You know I think he's having a good redemption with Spurs, so they can rotate between one of them 
on the Champions League, one of them in the Premier League, and the same with the other wing with Perisic and Sessegnon. And then you've got the midfielders where you can play, you, you only need to play two of Hoiberg, Bentke, and uh, Basuma. But they've still got more players in mid. Let me just try and fight. Who, who, what other midfielders they got? They're good. They got I think Oliver Skip's still there. Like, and yeah. Skip's solid. But um, I'm, I'm really excited with the Spurs team. Yeah, I think I, their defence. I really rate Romero. I think Romero is going to be excellent for. I think he already was excellent for them last year. He just missed quite a bit of the first season. Yeah. Injury. Apparently, La Celso had a really good spell on that. Oh, La Celso was really so good. So, him, again, him in midfield, you rotate with their. Like. In defence, I don't know how long he's going to get on, I'm going to be honest, but like, I just, at worst, he's still just decent cover. I, I, I think every, everyone likes that. A manager that literally comes in and puts, puts a, a team in shape. Yeah. And he, he has done it amazingly. And for all the things that Spurs fan, because like I'm a big fan of, of them, we complain. Uh, there have been enough fans. Like yeah. He has gotten like a good transfer window and everything, so he's been good. And it's funny because like they had a hopeful preseason with Conde, which is like joining the Marines. Mm. I don't know if you've seen the training footage. I've not, though. So, for people who don't know, Conde is very, very yeah. known for his draconian. Like, people are thinking they're dying. It's like, uh, when they were actually discussing to him coming to Real Madrid, everyone was like, no, yeah. our players will die. They're superstars. They're, they're used to the more chill kind of training. He is very, like... And yeah. I, I like his style, though. I like it. I think he sells. I, I would really like to see that. I would yeah. li- really like to see a title push, even if they are third or second. Yeah. It would be amazing. Just, it's like I don't know how much they will necessarily contend for the title. I just think with Chelsea, kind of where everything's looking a bit iffy for me, I think with United rebuilding, yeah. I think with Arsenal growing but still not quite being there yet, I think with Liverpool being tired, I think this is where Spurs sees the opportunity to come second. Yes, because like Spurs like, will have consistency. Yeah. It's it's the one thing that Kante can do better than no one. Yeah. Because for me, it's they see second because I just think City, I, I think they're better than where they were last year. Hey, I just think they're going to be fine. City again. is so good. They are actually doing deal for deal transfers. Yeah. They're like, oh, yes, uh, li- literally, let's be honest, Harland will be good. I don't think he will be a record breaker immediately. Mm. I don't think like the first season he shows up, he's going to be... He might have the Didier Drogba effect, but I don't think so. I think he yeah. will be just good, score over 10 goals, uh, be in a lot of attacking positions, helping the team, maybe even being the player of the year. Yeah. Uh, but I think like it will take him like a couple of seasons for him to be like bam, 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 mm. bam. And I will say this: I really like the uh, the Phillips transfer. I yeah, I think I I didn't I thought I didn't really get Phillips at first because I like Rodri be was so Rodri was doing so well for them. I was like, do you need another holding midfielder? I got I know they lost Fernandinho, but Fernandinho was about, wasn't playing. I, I was about to say that year. they did switch Fernandinho, which I, it's sad because I really like Fernandinho uh, and. I almost said Pedri. Rodri is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I confused the two Spanish ones. Yeah. <laughs> Rodri and Pedri. But I'm like, uh, Rodri is amazing for them. So I think Calvin Phillips would work. Like, yeah, I think this might be Guardiola's answer to that one thing that he keeps, uh, everyone keeps on bringing. You had a Champions League final and you didn't bring a DM. Mm. And every time everyone brings that up, he can be like, I brought Calvin <laughs> Phillips. Will you shut up now? Yeah. I just think like... And pe- still won't win it. I think one thing I've heard from people about City is like you know well if Harlan gets injured what are they going to do and I'm thinking uh, what they did before yeah, what have they been doing the last two years they haven't yeah. had a striker they haven't had a striker and they win they'll just go with a front three of like Foden you know Mares, you know and then maybe like De Bruyne plays through the middle or something they, yes. they will be fine they, they do it all the time they exactly. are adaptable they are the they, most they, adaptable they've even team. now got Alvarez who's looking like a really promising he's not going to start for them that yeah, much but, but like he, you could give him a go up front they are fine they are just as strong 
probably a bit stronger than they were last year. I think they have lost a bit of squad. For example, I think they do need to sign a new left back. Yeah. Not to repl- not to start, but just for oh, depth no. because um, <laughs> Zinchenko's gone. Benjamin Mendy's in prison. Um, like they just don't have he's a backup the, left back. He's not the good Mendy, by the way. Yeah. There's a lot of Mendys. Like I, th- um, they, I suppose they've got Nathan Aki who can deputize the left back. Uh, you know what? But they bought him. They might as yeah. well use. They never use him. Yeah. He's good. He's not that bad. I use just, him. I just think they're kind of covered everywhere yeah. still. I don't think they've lost the score depth. They've got one of the best strikers in the world in Haaland, who like I I also agree. I think he'll be eased in. I don't. Yeah. He'll either play a lot and then get injured this year, or he'll be eased in and not play a lot. I don't. I can't see him playing. You know, f- like over thirty games even maybe yeah. like or starting definitely not starting over thirty games in the league that is. Okay, um, so that was the top to bottom Premier yeah. League. <laughs> Prediction. Apparently, I'm a sh- insane man for pro- pro- predicting Chelsea to win. Uh, although, to be fair, I do admit it. I am an insane man. I think Chelsea. Yeah. Will, uh, I think the city will win definitely. We'll go to a quick music uh, break with "Love Comes in Spurs." I'm sorry. <laughs> and we'll be back with uh, a couple of the players of the year, like a Champions League prediction for the winner or like a mm-hmm. cup thing. We'll be back. They should sing that while they're doing the. Um, they're very difficult, like uh, Rambo-style tr- training. Yeah. They're doing the Rocky Montas. He's had them uh, oh. climb Mount Everest. <laughs> That's how, t- how tough Kante goes, and they're going, Love comes in space. <laughs> I can imagine that. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to do a quick, like, winners, like, right out of the top. Let's do the two English Cups. Who do you think gets Carabao and who gets FIA? I mean, realistically, this is an insanely hard one to predict. Yes. Because it comes down to, like, draws and stuff. I've gone League Cup City... Um, okay. Not much for into it. Just that they win it so often. They yeah. haven't. They didn't win last year though, so maybe they'll win again. There is not much I can do to guess this. Uh, we'll probably put Liverpool. It was kind of the same thought process. It's like eh, nothing special. Yeah. But for the FA Cup, I have something special for me. Go on. I think Kante will win Tottenham finally a title. Oh, I like. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should put Spurs. Spurs are a really good shout for a trophy, actually. Uh, one of the, uh, at least one of the two cups. I think he can yeah. do it. I, I think he, like, he owes it because yeah. he says, like, I want to win a trophy in every team I'm in. And okay, I don't see him winning the Champions League. Yeah. I don't think that's the point of this whole group. But if he can do well in the league, if they can push a couple of the. Um, that's what I love about the cups. Sometimes, like, some of the big teams get knocked out easily. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would like Tottenham to win. I game. I put United for the FA Cup. Oh, that would be a good shout. I would just like I think maybe they'll you know it would be like Ten Hag, he's rebuilding. He gets some silverware. Yeah, everyone's like kind of like with Arteta in Arsenal's first season. Oh, that would be yeah. nice. Okay, let's go to the three European ones. Let's go from lowest to. I highest. have not even predicted the cup. Let me Google who said the Conference no, League. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, I mean, it could be someone from the Europa League. That's the thing. Yeah, and that's actually my, kind of my prediction. Uh, conference. Give me something about the conference. I mean, we can start with the Champions League. No, because, okay. okay. Wait, let, let, wait. Let me find. Okay, I'll find who's currently qualified for Conference League. Yeah, I'll start with my prediction because my prediction actually is not in the Conference League. It's in the Europa League. I think Roma will do two years in a row. I think that's fair shot. I was looking. They at have Roma. a nice team. Actually, I've got Roma predicted for the. Euro- I do have Roma predicted for the Europa League as well. Um, I have for the Conference League, not for the Europa. Like, I think the the insane difficult thing with oh for the Conference, they're in the Europa League. So you feel they're going to drop down again yes. and win again? That'd be funny. That would be very funny. Yeah. I think they're going to do it for the Europa League. I don't have Roma. I have Manchester United. 
I told you they're gonna go in Champions League. You know the winner funny? of the Europa League goes into the Champions I've League. I've got Roma for Europa, and I've put if United don't win the FA Cup, I think they'll win the Europa League. I think they can win the Europa League. I think they will go for it because yeah. I think Ten Hag will want European silverware. And I mean, the least Ronaldo can do is like be the top scorer in there. Yeah. Uh, like if he's like relegated from Champions League to Europa League, I think they can win it. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, the final will probably be Roma and United. But yeah. I would like Roma to drop and do it again. We're very funny. Very, very, very predictable, but Champions League. Who have you got for? It's not predictable, actually. It's the most unpredictable competition for a while. I was a big fan of, like, maybe Bayern Munich will do it this year. Mm. Uh, City ain't doing it. I will predict it. Real Madrid, second year in a row. I've gone PSG because I just feel it's no inevitable way. they eventually win. No it's got to surely... What surely? They barely can play. They had one of the worst attacks. And they've just got to finally do it at some yeah. point. It's like, I love them, but PSG has this whole thing where like they have big names and those names are dragging the team onwards. Yeah. You need a team mentality to win, baby. I know, but it's just like... It's that what did them against Real Madrid. Is, this is also partly wishful thinking where I just want them to win the Champions League so that the owners can just calm down. <laughs> yeah, and leave us alone. But yeah. To be fair, it's the same thing with City, but the, way I, the reason I want Real Madrid is because, you know what? I think they want to do it. I think they, I mean, they have done it in the past three times. But I think like the mission probably would be from Ancelotti and from everyone in the club would be like, let's do this again. Yeah. They will fight uh, faster, harder. We have Rudiger in defense. Come on. Our defense is from another level. Rudiger Militao, what are you talking about? Chao Mendy is coming in and he's a very great like uh, duo with Kamavinga. And what I really liked about Real Madrid last year and they do it this year is like they have ri- really nice young players that they substitute the older players yeah. with. So like Kroos and Modric are amazing, but they won't play the whole match. And uh, I mean, Vinicius is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think Benzema would want to do something similar again because, I mean, he's winning the Ballon d'Or. So. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's, it's one of those where I'm like, oh, they're probably going to go all into that. Yeah. Maybe it will backfire, but you never know. I've, I've counted them out way too many times to say, nah, they won't win it. I've counted them out way too many times. It's the thing we do. Yeah. We just win Champions Leagues. That's it. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to do any other European leagues. I don't think it's no. pointful yet. So, damn, that was the first edition of the show. Oh, what, what about uh, player oh, yeah, seasons? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Okay, so if we start, what about, have you got a young player of the season? No, I have a PFA okay. and a top scorer. All right, I'll, I'll just gonna say quickly, I've got a young player of the season, Bukai Saka. I think Saka's going to smash it this year. I, I'll Arsenal. be honest, I hope so. Yeah. For the betterment of England, I hope so. And then player of the season, who have you got? I have Haaland. I think he will be. I think he will be the most influential in the season. You were just saying, I don't think he's going like... to... I told you, he's going to be involved in a lot of attacks. He yeah. doesn't have to score all the goals. He can assist a lot. Yeah. It's weird because, like, this is the moment where I'm like... I have the controversial on the score. Yeah. Because it's not controversial. It's like... I'd, I think, though, I would argue, though, surely if you've got Chelsea coming in to win the league, wouldn't win the, win the player of the season come from there? Uh, I mean, uh, I love Sterling. I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah. But... Like, on my player of the season, I'm banking because they're going to have such a good year, in my opinion, Harry Kane. Yes, he would I think amazing. just huge goal contributions and assists, like, everywhere. Got to turn it up. He's just he's going to have an amazing season. I he, hope. And then we'll see. He might leave Spurs next year. We don't know, but, like... That makes sense. But for the top scorer, uh, it should have it should have been him. I will say this: I love Mosala, but it should have been Son. Yeah, he had an amazing season. 
So I'm predicting Son again because he's the most unsung hero ever. Everyone likes this guy and he's amazing. Have you seen how good his weak foot is? He's amazing. His goals are amazing. His assist yeah. is amazing. I mean, if your prediction comes through and they come second, he could be the player yeah. of the year. I mean, well, for me, I've just got Harry Kane for yeah. top score. I think because Kane, had a, he would have got top score probably if he didn't have such a dreadful first yes. half. But now, you know, he's got Conte, like, there's not been this weird disruptive summer with the dumb transfer saga exactly. from last year. And uh, although people would think the World Cup will distract him, it kind of won't. It will motivate yeah. him more. Look, Kane has, one, he has two missions. One, to bring it home, which is impossible yeah. and it's hard, and he has to fight for it. Another mission that he has, and people might not know, is to break Alan Sirius' record for most goals in the Premier League, and he will do it. It, well, if it, it depends if he stays in the Premier League. As long as he stays in the Premier League, he will do it. But there's a chance he goes to another league. Like, uh, how did that happen? I mean, where would you see him go if he ever left Spurs? Let's say he leaves next year. Okay, I think, I, I mean, really, this could be any of the top five leagues. Yeah, I think Bayern. They want a. Would they want a big there? striker. They want a new striker. Yeah, I know that, but I don't in. know if he would fit in that formation. Um, uh, years ago, I would pinch him for Madrid, but I don't think he's coming. I, I think uh, Benzema is holding out until... Uh, um, how is the... How, uh, I forgot the name. Uh, Mbappe. Yeah, well, now, the yeah. director of uh, well, now everything. Mbappe runs PSG, I don't think he'll go to PSG for now. No. Uh, I could see him uh, probably maybe like at some Italian club. Oh, oh actually... He could be amazing at Juventus. I think. I think uh, if could... if Juventus start on it, but like could even be like probably not Inter because they're bringing Lukaku back. Milan, if they uh, are done they, with Ibrahimovic by then, more, yeah, they need more money probably. And I don't know. I think he could. I think it's quite. It's more likely he stays. Yeah, yeah. But it's more. I'd say it's like two thirds he stays, one third he goes yeah. to another league. Like, um. Anyway, but so yeah, I've also got his top scorer. Um, signing of the season. Who do you think would be Ooh. the best? The same of the season. Surely, it's, I mean, if you've got Haaland for player of the season... I think it's Sterling. I'm sorry! So Haaland is your player of it's the season. weird! And he's a new signing, but he's not your signing of the season. I like Sterling more! I'm sorry! I think he's going to be more impactful. But then make him player of the season. <laughs> Fair enough. For my signing, he's like... I don't know, I've got a few... I wrote a bunch of honorable mentions down. So, like, I've put in your... Whereas, I feel like... I went for players that would have big impact to their club. So, Plinier at Fulham, Aribo at um, Southampton, uh, Decore at Palace, Basuma at Spurs. I put Haaland, I put Jesus, but in the end, I've gone for Sven Botman. Okay. I just, I genuinely think people just look to Botman and be like, he's absolutely smashed it. Okay. I think Newcastle get Europe and they'll look to Gimoresh and be like, he's had an incredible year because I think he will. Oh, yes. I, like, I, I think Gimoresh could come in team of the season. Also, Trippier is amazing. Yeah, like... But I think they'll also look to, in the new signings, you know, Pope did well in goal. Botman just gave them a killer defence. Like, okay. I just I could just see it all clicking there. So Okay, that would be nice. Yeah. I cannot wait for the season to start. Yeah. I, don't, I cannot wait for us to start it so regularly when uh, the university starts and everything. And I cannot wait for us to either do World Cup predictions yeah. and the episode where there's going to be the most shouting and fighting ever. We're going to draft the England squad. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. Yeah. To be fair... We're not missing in depth. We have a lot of depth. Man, uh, because I was I was saying Trippier before, I'm like, he's a really good right back. I, yeah. I know it's be, between him and Walker, but I'm like, they're both great. Mm. I also really like his um, free kicks. Yeah. Trippier's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we're finishing this first pilot episode. It was fun, actually. Mm. Very fun. We'll be back 
uh, with an incredible season. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably the funniest stuff is coming on. <laughs> so until then, we're going to have a final countdown until the new season. <laughs>